Welcome to the Woods, a podcast about the weird. I don't know why it's not, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm Shaz. <laughs> I'm Sandy. That was the best intro ever. Uh, it's episode, what, 16, 17? 16. I think so. 16. If you know what episode this is. 15? 16. Here, let me check. I'll check right now. Episode 16. Oh, so welcome to episode 16. Yeah. I'm surprised we've made it this far, and I'm surprised you still listen, but thank you. Me too, but I'm very proud of us. I think we got farther than, like, we honestly thought we did. We were like we would. Oh, so, last week, we, uh, you know, we talked about the Ouija board a bit. Yeah. But what we haven't had a chance to talk about yet is what happened while we recorded the episode. Yeah, that was weird. Do you want to tell them what happened um so i was going back to edit and i was you know listening whatever and then suddenly there was just this horrendously loud screech and this weird like glitchy noises and stuff like that i had to cut out a whole segment out of the pod and it was actually how sandy and i met yeah so she cut out our origin story so i guess you just will never know how we yeah, met. yeah i guess you'll never know um <laughs> yeah uh if i still have the audio clip i'll insert it well first thing warning uh don't have this on full blast i will turn it down a bit i won't have it at what it actually yeah. was but so you can hear the noise because it's really weird and yeah, it's spooky Seema said that, like, it sounds like it's saying something at the end. Yeah. It does. It sounds like a voice. Now, it could just be our voice, but... No, it was a demon. Oh, yeah, totally. It was a demon. So, yeah, there was a demon on the pod last week. Thank you to our special guest. Uh, Uh, Yeah, you could make yourself known next time, I guess. Yeah. You could sponsor us. Yeah. Donate to our non-existent Patreon, please. Yeah, we should get on that. Yeah, maybe someday. Anyway, Um, okay. Insert clip here. So yeah, wasn't that weird? It was. It was really creepy. My was... sister didn't believe me that that <laughs> happened after we played with the Ouija board. Yeah, and then um, there was a few other parts in the episode that there was just no audio, so that kind of sucked. I hope we didn't miss any important facts. Yeah, I hope so. Oh well, if we did. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, would like to clarify, we are on iTunes, but as far as I know, people can't seem to find us on American iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian iTunes is kind of like a hit or miss Sometimes they find us, sometimes they don't Last time I checked, I could find us So if you want to listen to us on iTunes And you can't find us, like Email us, message us, and we'll send you a link Because for some reason, we're not showing up Yeah, weird Yeah, I don't, we don't know what to do about it, so And if you're joining us from What's Blood Got to Do With It's promo from their last episode oh yes thank you thank you and welcome yeah shout out to what's blood got to do with it yes they're fabulous they are all our friends are fabulous i know we've met some some good people during this yes they are great um yeah how was your week i feel like it's been long i had a rough week yeah me too but it's almost over thank god do you want to talk more about your week, or do you want to just go right in? Um, you know what? I really don't have a lot to say today. I forget. 
Okay. Well, it's fine because we'll just talk about some spooks. Okay. Yeah. Give me your spooky story for the week. Okay. I want to thank Taylor, Ian's cousin, because she suggested this to me and I had no idea what this was. So thank you. It was great. You know, it was, it was a little... I was a little worried and disheartened when I went onto Wikipedia and there's like <laughs> nothing on it. There's like maybe like three, four sentences and I was like, oh my god. But I found some really cool websites. I found this website called like North Carolina Ghosts that I thought was really cool. So I use that a lot. So this week I'm going to be talking about The Devil's Tramping Ground. Do you know what that is? Um, kind of. When you made the list of suggestions, I briefly like yeah looked it up but i also seen that wikipedia only had like one line so yeah i was like oh no how are we gonna do an episode <clears throat> on that but but i pulled yeah. it off yay the devil's tramping ground is located in a forest in bear creek north carolina if you don't know what that is it's a barren piece of land in the middle of a heavily wooded wooded and green forest um when you see it it's alarming because it's just there uh there's no plants or trees growing in the circle but like there is around it a legend has it satan himself rises up at midnight and tramps around and walks around in circles which is why no plants grow he doesn't want none of those plants in there no um apparently not though (laughs) i found the folklore really funny but like we'll get to that later okay (laughs) uh people also said that they have seen the devil himself with red glowing eyes dancing in this circle so a history It's no secret that uh, people in the United Kingdom many, many moons ago loved the paranormal. For example, James I, who was the king of England, was so obsessed with demons that he wrote a book about it. And it's like they say that William Shakespeare wrote this book and this is where he got his inspiration for uh, the witches in Macbeth. So a lot of that belief was brought over to the United States when, when these immigrants were immigrating. Uh, So when the Scottish and the Irish moved to America, the devil was a major part of their folklore. So anything that they found weird or mysterious or dangerous, they would name it after Satan. And you can see this trend all over North Carolina. Like some examples, there's Devil's Rock, Devil's Courthouse, Devil's Branch, Devil's Chimney, and four Devil's Elbows. And that's just to name a few. So they're like tons of these names all over North Carolina and at some point uh, these Irish and Scottish immigrants looked at this barren patch of land thought it was weird and named it after the devil Uh, something that I found interesting that I really wanted to add was that the devil in um, this tradition is mostly seen as a comic figure a comic figure, but he's also an existential threat to human existence. So there's tons of stories where he's outsmarted by humans, um, and like these humans trick him by making him use his powers against him, which reminded me of Stingy Jack. Um, so when the tramping ground was being named this, Stingy Jack. Yeah. Throwback. Wow, it took you that long, but yes. <laughs> I. Yeah, I listened to that episode again last night. Yeah, you did. I'm obsessed with myself, what can I say? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so when the tramping ground was being named uh, this, 
like this was the image that they saw Satan as like they saw him as just this comedic dumb figure but like also who like threatened humanity I guess but like that image has changed quite a bit um, especially now with all these horror movies about exorcisms and demons and we just expect that if he were to rise from hell he'd do more than just stomp around um, so there's other theories of why there's just this barren patch of land. Um, so one theory as is that there was a battle between two rival Native American tribes. Ooh. Yeah. So the blood of those who were killed in this battle seeped into the ground so well that nothing would ever grow there. Then the tribe that lost left the mainland and went onto the outer banks and became the Croatan tribe that befriended the lost colonists if you remember that story yep we didn't cover it but we mentioned it yeah um it's also rumored that a native american chief named croatin was buried there and that the gods keep that spot barren out of respect yes um this is all just speculation though did you you know about that place in i think it's the uk where they believe like dragons died and there's no like the same thing like no green greenery will grow there interesting yeah i don't know i learned about that when i was like huh. six so That's i'm cool. sorry if i have my facts wrong <laughs> another theory is that of course aliens so this spot is barren because it's just a site of ufo landings uh apparently the radiation from ufos and aliens have damaged the ground so nothing will grow on it um this one's a little weird Others claim that this is a site of, and I quote, the anchor of Magdalene Crystal Column Energy. Do you know what that is? Nope. Magdalene Energy is, it's this theory that the planet is surrounded by divine energy that is an expression of a divine female presence. Oh, okay. Yes. And according to some mystics, they believe that this energy flows through this barren circle. Um... So that's, like, a really brief summary. I read into it because, to be honest, I didn't really understand what <laughs> they were talking about. So if you want to know more about that, there's a lot of stuff on it. You and then email us. Email us, because I'm, I'm still a little confused. Um, so the Devil's Tramping Ground also has managed to baffle scientists. Uh, local scientists. Uh, Rich Hayes, uh, he's a soil scientist, and he lives in... Chatham County, which is where the ground resides. So he wanted to find out why plants didn't grow there, and he wanted to know why without involving Satan. So in an interview, he said that he had investigated the site over 15 years ago. He collected data, so he collected soil from the inside of the circle and then soil from the outside. And he specifically looked for anything that could kill plants and not allow them to grow. But at the end of his investigation, he said, and I quote, what we found out here last time was that we had some elevated readings of certain things here, but none of or none of the reading, none of the data we got show, showed us that plants couldn't live here. So he didn't find anything that would have killed plants or that would have prevented them from growing. There were like weird things on the soil though, like it had a higher amount of sodium, copper, zinc, and a pH level. However, none of that like, none of it was enough to make the soil toxic, so plants should have still been able to grow there. Mm-hmm. Another weird thing, uh, another flashback, just like the Zone of Silence, 
compasses don't work on the patch of so barren maybe it's land. Like a make- like a magnet thing. Maybe. Um, and in this article I read, it said that the only time compasses don't work or are out of whack is when the soil has high <clears throat> amounts of iron. But he, like, when Rich Hayes tested the soil, he didn't find an odd amount of iron like he found a normal amount. So it's mm-hmm. just weird that the compass doesn't work on it. No one has an explanation for it. But, you know, Rich Hayes is a scientist, so he's been trying to come up with other explanations that don't involve Satan or the paranormal. Uh, so because this is a popular spot in the community, um, there's, like, teens and party people that go there at night and light fires in the middle of the circle. So when you go during the day, you see ashes and, like, beer bottles scattered around. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there's been foot traffic and stuff. So Rich was like, hey, maybe this has something to do with plants not growing. However... There are written accounts going back hundreds of years talking about how this spot has always been barren. So it's like, I yeah. mean, before there was party people, this was still there. Uh-huh. Um, besides plants not being able to grow here, if you plant something, it will quickly die. And if you leave something in the middle of the circle, the next day you will find it tossed away from Can the circle. Can we go there? You know, I was just getting to that. Uh, okay. <laughs> in another article I read, uh, they had interviewed people who had grown up in this town, in this community, and, like, how they felt about this tramping ground. And a lot of them said that they didn't want to go see it, or they had never seen it, even though they lived here their whole lives. One person said that their parents wouldn't let them talk about it or go near it, so they never did. Others talked about going to camp out there as a team but getting so creeped out before midnight so they left to risk or to yeah not risk seeing satan and uh they say that it's just a popular spot for ghost hunters um so they constantly get asked where's the devil's tramping ground so a lot of people who live uh near it have never gone but here are tons of people or but there are tons of people coming from all over to go see it like me and you (laughs) okay let's go (laughs) yeah so yeah where was it again north carolina oh i don't know how far away that is wait do we have a listener in north carolina i don't know do we have a listener (laughs) if you are from north carolina message us i feel like we did probably at some point point. (laughs) well if you don't listen anymore you should listen again and go to the devil's Tramping ground. Tramping ground, because that's where he goes and tramps, I guess. Yeah. Tramps around. Okay. I was like, oh no, where's my notes? I can't find them. They're not on the drive. No, they're here. Okay, so first things first. I was like curious why the goat is always associated with Satan. So I looked it up. So here's a random goat fact. Okay, tell me. So sheep are loyal, therefore they um, they're associated with God. Uh, they follow the Son of God metaphorically, like a shepherd, right? Oh, okay. Well, the goat, on the other hand, they are disobedient and difficult. Therefore, they're associated with Satan because they're disobedient and difficult. Apparently, that seems like such an extreme. Like same. Like, so, you know what else is disobedient and difficult? Children. I mean, there is that one theory that cher- children are inherently evil until they're taught not to be. I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe babies. <laughs> Firstborn babies. Oh, just like... Newborn. Newborn babies. I don't know. I think that's a little <laughs> bit of a stretch. I think goats are hilarious. Yeah, I know. I love goats. Yeah. They're so funny. And creepy as fuck. But so cool. Mm-hmm. They're adorable. Okay. So anyway, that has nothing to do with my story. Okay. I am covering the Jersey Devil. Yes. <clears throat> so, the Jersey Devil is a creature that is said to haunt the New Jersey Pinelands. Obviously in, you know, New Jersey. I've been there once. The <laughs> in New Jersey? <laughs> New Jersey? You've been to New Jersey? Yeah, I've been what? to New Jersey. It's so close to Maryland. Why wouldn't I be or have been to New Jersey? Okay, well, this comes later on in this, like, first few sentences of my notes, but do you know who else is from New Jersey? Who? My Chemical Romance. Oh, right, yeah. Have you been there? Yeah, I've been to New Jersey. I... Do you uh, know what part? No, I was on a school trip. Oh, uh, okay, well, is from Newark or something like that. Newark? Newark? I don't know how to say it. It's New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... So the Pinelands is a heavily forested area that has very acidic and sandy soil. No wonder, it's because Sandy's been there. (laughs) So the settlers weren't able to grow crops in that specific area. This was my part about my chemical romance, but we've already talked about that, so I'll skip it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll cover that on a different podcast. Sure. <laughs> On our relationship advice podcast. Yeah. I don't know how we'll fit it in, but we will. D- did that make it into the final cut last week? Or did I have to delete that? The relationship advice. Uh, no, I think no, I, I think I really it. squished it in there because there was like, I think there, one of those sentences kind of didn't make sense, but I had to keep it in there because it was too good. <laughs> because freaking demon fucked it up, but whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, the Jersey Devil is said to have been around for the last 260 years. There's been over 2,000 witnesses have terrorized towns, factories, schools, and locals. But many still believe it's just a legend. Joke's on them. Because it's not. (laughs) I met him, no. I was in New Jersey. I can confirm. (laughs) So there's a few different stories that explain the origin of the beast. One says that a lady from Leeds Point named Mrs. Shrouds, Shrouds, I don't know, wished that her next child were born a devil. Oh, and okay. she likely got what she wished for. Her child was born physically deformed and she had to hide it away in her house from any curious townsfolk. She didn't want anybody to see him. She... Yeah, one night, the child flapped its arms, which became wings, and he flew out the chimney, (laughs) never to be seen by the family again. That's all. That's all, folks. Have a good night. (laughs) Have you seen that vine of that little girl? You know those dolls that, like, fly? Yes. Yeah, the vine where, like, it's Christmas and, like... She's playing with this doll and it flies into the fireplace and the fire <laughs> the fire's lit. That's what that reminded me of. Oh man. I used to have like I don't know if I had one, but those used to be super popular when I was yeah. a kid. I, I never had one. My friends did and I always wanted They were dangerous. Some. 
I mean, they would slice your eyeballs. I mean, yeah, but when I was like six, I didn't know that. I didn't care. Yeah, I didn't care. But I know that now. Yeah. And it's kind of concerning now. Were they ever re- were they recalled because of that? Um, I'm not sure, but well, they, they should have stopped been. making them. I'm yeah, sure. and I don't know if that's the reason though. I don't know. Anyway, it's on the list of like most dangerous children's toys. Ooh, gotta see that list. Oh, we should talk about that sometime. Yeah, there's like Pokemon toys on there. Oh, it's like children suffocated. Yeah, was that a Burger King thing? It might have been. Yeah, that was a Burger King's uh, kids' toy. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Okay, so yeah, the kid just flew off, never to be seen again. I mean, if my parents locked me in a house and never let me out, I'd probably grow wings and fly away too. So I don't blame them. Bye, little child. So there was another similar story, but in Estelville, and the child was born to a Mrs. Leeds instead of um, Mrs. What did I say? Shrews. It had horns, a tail, wings, and a horse-like head. Other believe that it was born to a young girl who had fallen in love with a British soldier during the Revolutionary War, which is obviously a big no-no since, if you know anything about the Revolutionary War, the British were, like, the opposite of what the Americans, you know, they were fighting each other, so. That's why their kid's a devil. Yeah, <laughs> so, so they're saying that the people of Leeds cursed her, and therefore she had a devil child. Um, so the common element amongst all the variations of the origin story is the name Leeds, which is kind of interesting. So, yeah. It <laughs> comes from Leeds. I don't know. In the early 19th century, Commodore Stephen Stephen, who knows, Decatur. I like that name, Stephen Stephen. Like, it's spelled like Stephen, but lots of people call it Stephen, too. Yeah, I think for the most part, people see that and pronounce it Stephen. I'm sorry. That's so weird. I wonder what makes it Stephen. Maybe when it has an A instead of an E at the end? I don't know. Maybe it's like, whatever. Whatever. I just call them Stephen Stephen. Hello, Stephen Stephen. (laughs) So, he was a naval hero who was testing cannonballs on a firing range when he saw a strange creature flying across the sky. He fired and hit the creature, but the cannonball went right through it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Around the year 1840, many sheep and chickens were killed by a creature with a piercing scream and strange... And it left, like, strange tracks on the ground, too. Unexplainable. It kind of reminds me of the, uh, chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Maybe they all hang out. Oh, Probably. They all go to the same bar or something. Probably. Wait. Oh my god, your dad in the cheaper coffee? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I think about that a lot. I asked him a serious question and he gives me that. Anyways, oh, I that, appreciate like, you, dad. four or something? Yeah. Anyways, if you want more information about the chupacabra, message my dad. Yeah. He'd love to tell you about it. <laughs> Man, I think he follows our Instagram. He now. does follow our Instagram. I seen that. I was like, Jose? Yeah. I only know one Jose. <laughs> yeah. And it's my father. Yep. He's our biggest fan, I think. <laughs> he says he likes listening to us. I don't, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. Would he like you listening to us as well? Yeah. I think so. For now. <laughs> In 1903, Charles Skinner, author of American Myths and Legends, claimed that the legend of the devil had run its course and that in the new century, New Jersey would hear no more of the devil. Okay. 
<laughs> Joke's on him. <laughs> Over a hundred years about. later. <laughs> we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the New Jersey people rested easy with that thought for about six years until the week of January 16th through 23rd. So we just missed the anniversary. God damn it. Oh, darn. It was yesterday. Jeez. So, in 1909, during this week, the devil would leave his tracks all over South Jersey and Philadelphia. He was seen by over a thousand people, and this was his largest appearance ever. So, he basically went on this huge murder spree across, like, those two states. It all started early Sunday morning, January 16th, 1909, when Thack Cousins of Woodbury, New Jersey, saw a flying creature with glowing eyes down the street in Bristol, Pennsylvania, John McCohen heard and saw the strange creature on the banks of the canal. Patrol James Sackville fired at the creature as it flew away screaming. An E.W. minister, postmaster of Bristol, Pennsylvania, also saw a bird-like creature with a horse's head that had a piercing scream. So, like, lots of similarities. Fucking piercing screams. Right? When daylight came, the residents of Bristol found hoof prints in the snow. Two local trapper, trappers said that they had never seen tracks like that before. On Monday, the Lodens of Burlington, New Jersey, found hoof prints in their yard and around their trash, which was half eaten. So, who knew that the Jersey Devil liked to eat trash? Almost every yard in Burlington had these strange hoof prints in them. The prints went up trees, went from roof to roof, disappeared in the middle of the road, and stopped in the middle of open fields. The same tracks were also found in Columbus, Heading, Kinhora, and Rancocas, which are different areas that I can't pronounce because (laughs) they have the weirdest... And you know what? Again, I'm from Saskatchewan. I thought that was bad. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, also our town names are super weird. Like, we have a town named Elbow. Um, Don't we have one? We have Love. Don't we have Eyebrow? Did I make that up? We... Somewhere has eyebrow, yeah. Yeah. We have moose jaw. Yeah, moose jaw. Um, but at like least they're pronounceable. Really fucking weird ones. Like they're pronounceable words. Yeah, I guess. Kinhora, Rancocas. I don't know. Maybe this is just like not in English too. It That's could be. Totally possible. That's, I mean, Saskatchewan isn't English, is it? No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Neither is Saskatoon. Yeah. No. I don't know about Regina. I don't know what that comes from. And why is it pronounced Regina, not Regina? You know, when I moved here, I was I was like, no, it's gotta be pronounced Regina. There's no way it could be pronounced Regina. Boy, was I wrong. I mean, joke's on them. Because <laughs> that's just an awful name. Anyway. So, there was a hunt organized to follow the tracks of the Jersey Devil, but the dogs refused to, like, follow them. Like, mm. they didn't want Weird. They were like, uh, no thanks. Uh, we don't want to die today. And not today, Satan. Which I don't blame them. Yeah. So on the night in... Oh yeah, on the 19th of the same week, the Jersey Devil made its longest appearance um, at 2.30am when Mr. and Mrs. Nelson Evans of Gloucester were awakened by a strange noise. They watched the devil from their window for 10 minutes in their yard. Creepy. That's I mean, but then, then again, what would I do? I'd probably also watch the thing from my window for ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, 
I don't they don't really have like phones back then, so it's not like you. Can but also, call even if I had a phone, I'd be like, uh, I mean, maybe I'd try to like quickly get a video. Yeah, like nowadays, probably yeah. try to pull out video, but I don't know. Like I do it without like. It depends moving my how eyes. like it depends how like terrifying this thing looks on whether or not I'd call authorities. Because if I thought it was just an animal like a bear <laughs> in my backyard, which is totally a thing that can happen here. Um, you wouldn't call authorities? No. If it's like a bear? Like, maybe. Okay, I wouldn't, like, urgently... No, like, I think if I saw a bear in my backyard, I'd be like, I knew this would happen to me, it's only been ten years, but, uh, I would be, I'd be like, well, it's just hanging out. But then again, I live in Saskatoon, so if I did see a yeah, bear... Yeah, it'd be considered if you're in the city, I guess. Like, I would call authorities more so for the bear's safety than anyone else's. Yeah. I'd but... be like, I want to make sure that bear is okay. But I guess if you but I guess see something was... that's, like, alien to you. Yeah. But I guess, do? like, if... Okay, going back to the bear. What if, if you I thought you were was... crazy? Probably. Hmm. But if I was out in Hepburn, like, when I saw a bear, I would be less shocked. Yeah, right? I'd be like, there's still bear. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's still... Like, it's a small town, so I think at that point I would be more worried about people's safety. Yeah. But, like, it's rural enough that I wouldn't be as spooked. Anyway, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Save the bears. Save the bears. And the Jersey Devils. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we have a description from Mr. Evans. He okay. describes the creature um, as about three feet and a half high, with a head like a collie dog and a face like a horse, which uh, doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> How does it have a head of a dog with a face like a horse? Like maybe it like okay, so they here's look Loki. Similar. Hi Loki. So it has his head, but like his face is just like a horse. Poor dog has no idea what I'm doing. No, he's very concerned right now. That's what I think. Do you imagine if Loki had like a horse face? No, I don't want to. <laughs> I'm having a hard enough imagining this thing. <laughs> so it had a long neck, wings, and Wings that were about two feet long, um, and its back legs were like those of a crane. It had a horse's hooves, it walked on its back legs, and held up two short front legs with paws on them. It didn't use the front legs at all while we, while Mr. Evans was watching. Um, him and his wife were too scared, but they managed to open the window and say, Shoo! <laughs> and it turned around and barked at him before flying away. <laughs> Looks like my grandma would go, shoo, but she'd like grab like a broom and go, shoo. <laughs> shoo, get out of here. Oh my god, I've seen this video of this guy last night. And like, I don't know what the hell was going on, but this bear was in their living room. And this person was, was looking out the window. And the bear came up beside, stood up beside this person, put its arm around its this person's like neck. Like, like they oh. were buddies. <laughs> I don't even know what to... <laughs> Like, I don't know what was going on, but they just... It was like Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. <laughs> but it was a real bear. <laughs> I was so confused. Well, there's that one author that has a pet bear. True. I don't condone it, but he has it. <laughs> I'm not that my opinion matters to him very much. No, he, I, he's probably not concerned with our opinion. No. Uh, so, Tuesday afternoon of the same week, two professional hunters tracked the devil for 20 miles in Gloucester. The trail jumped five-foot fences and went under eight-inch spaces, which is kind of insane. Uh, 
The hoof prints were found in more parts of South Jersey. A group of observers in Camden, New Jersey, saw the devil. It barked at them and then took off into the air, which in common traits, apparently, it likes to bark and fly away. I wish I could do that. Yeah, right? There were countless other witnesses and sightings in that week. It was spotted drinking from horse troughs, and several claimed to have seen the Jersey devil near dead animals or even gripping their pets in in its claws. So it liked to attack dogs. So I get why the dogs didn't want to go yeah. after it. Poor puppies. People refused to leave their houses, causing the schools to close and factories to be shut down. And, like, obviously, since there was no students or workers who showed up, so they just, like, shut it down. Several sketches and witness claims con- coincided with each other's. And since 1909, the people in New Jersey have continued to see the devil that haunts them. In 1927, it was seen by a cab driver. The driver had stopped to change a flat tire, and then a large, hairy creature landed on the roof of his car, shaking it violently. Typical. Yeah. Always happens. I tell ya. In 1953, the devil made an appearance walking down the street, and many times people have heard the devil screaming from nearby woods. Around 1961, two couples were parked in the car in the Pine Barrens, which is, like, area I told I talked about the mm-hmm. pine pine lands that's just another word for pine land. they heard a loud screeching noise outside suddenly the roof of the car was smashed in they fled the scene but returned later again they heard the loud screech they saw a creature flying along the trees taking out huge chunks of bark as it went along kind of sounds like a dragon cool in 1966, a farm was raided with 31 ducks, 3 geese, 4 cats, and 2 dogs were killed. I'm sorry, Loki, close your ears. <laughs> one, of the, one of the dogs was a large German Shepherd, which had its throat ripped out. Oh, no. So, honestly, just a lot of dead dogs, which makes me very sad. God damn. Like, like Mr. Jersey Devil. Like, I can deal with you, you know? Like... We're, we're good buds with the chupacabra, but man, you... <laughs> yeah, we are. We're on his good side. Yeah, you've got to leave the dogs alone. That's just not cool. Have you tried the taste of white angry men? Oh. <laughs> yeah, have you? Have you gone to the White House lately? Did you go? <laughs> just saying. Maybe just give it a shot. And don't at me or whatever <laughs> they say. I don't know what the youth say today. Oh, I don't know. Some people believe the devil could be some sort of bird, and some say a dinosaur, like a pterodactyl. Ooh, I love pterodactyls. Or prehistoric animal that has survived underground in a cavern. And because most sightings were seen by supposedly reliable people, such as government officials and policemen, it's hard to say it was just a hoax. Some say it's even the embodiment of pure evil since a lot of the witness um events happened right before tragic things such as wars Ooh, interesting the jersey devil's habit of being a forerunner to wars could be because of its possible demonic origins in 1730 benjamin franklin himself reported a story about witchcraft a witchcraft trial near mount holly new jersey one of the origin legends say that the mother leads was a witch, so the one of the, the women that gave birth to the Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. they say that she was a witch. So the devil's birth could have been a result of a witch's curse. Jesus. 
I just want to give birth to that. Which I know which because that sounds painful. Yeah, it sounds painful, but but I mean, whatever you do, you I guess. Yeah. Just leave the dogs alone. Yeah, honestly. So she has the ugh. I always feel like I have to process things like. Let's, just let's think about the stories we just heard. Hmm. So yeah, we'd like to dedicate this episode to Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Satan. Uh, yeah, gracias. Wait, did I, is that how you say that? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know Spanish. <laughs> I'm sure Satan does. It's fine. Oh, probably. He knows Latin. Yes, he All the demons he speak Latin. fluent in Latin. I think Latin is just like what he, like his daily language, or that's just what he speaks. But he can speak every language I out mean, there. That's what I think. Yeah, like Latin is like the root language for like lots of Yeah, that's his say. native language, so like that's the he language totally he feels Spanish, more comfortable in. English. Yeah, definitely. Like, no one understands every... French, though. <laughs> he, just, he just hates French. I mean, same. <laughs> but he can speak it, he just prefers not to. Yeah. He's like, do I have to? <laughs> You're asking a lot of me right now. You know, that reminds me of in my story when I said, like, now if Satan were to rise from hell, we'd expect him to do more than, like, just stomp around. <laughs> like, God, like, chill. Like, for starters, no one, like, you wouldn't like it if he started possessing people, but that's just what we expect from him when he does. And it's like, man, this, this, he just wants to dance. Yeah, just let the man dance. Just like, to dance and stomp and throw the beer bottles that teens leave in his circle. Because mm-hmm. that's his circle. Like, just dance. Anyway, yeah. He should try Dance Land in Manatee Beach. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Elvis Presley performed there once. It was the only mm-hmm. time he performed in Saskatchewan. Oh, really? I don't know. That might be a, a rumor. It Maybe was, he actually, never my, came to Saskatchewan. My dance prof told me that in university. Um, and I forget exactly how the story went. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. He should go there. Okay, sure. In fact, I'll we go with him. It. Satan, if you ever want to go out, just hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to, or yeah, not to come off a little too strong here, but just don't put screeching noises in the podcast, please. please. Like, you know how hard it is to edit this sometimes. Like, I have to try to make things make sense, and it's hard enough. Like, yeah, us just talking doesn't make sense most of the time. <laughs> yeah, you did great. <laughs> Thanks. I think we were funny. <laughs> And that's all that matters. You know, honestly, if Sandy thinks we're funny, that's all I need in life. Oh, thank you. I'm glad. <laughs> I think we're hilarious. We're pretty damn good. I think so. I think so. Oh my god, you know something exciting that happened to me this week? What? On Twitter. Oh yeah. My favorite, one of my favorite podcasts uh, replied to me. We had a moment. It was great. Yeah, that Bless. was. I wasn't, like, a part of it. I was enjoying it from the outside, but it was great. You know I was, like, fangirling hard. I know you were. <laughs> you were, like, sitting here, like, well, how do we respond? I know. I and was like, no oh my idea. gosh, I gotta say something smart and witty. Like, we were probably overthinking it oh, in the end. Story of my life. Yeah, that was 
That was quite the moment. That's when we knew we made it. Yeah. What has that panic song go? It's like, look at me, ma, I made it or something. Wait, what? The panic disco song. Oh. Look, ma, I made it. I don't know. I forget. Whatever. Sure. I'm, I'm not up to date on all the new hits. Me neither. Of my one of my favorite bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my one favorite band. <laughs> Who knows what they're up to yeah. these days? They're oh, just my man. favorite band. Yeah, only been listening to them for like <laughs> twelve years. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I yeah since since came out. Heard of. Closing the goddamn door. No. Much better to face these kinds of things With a sense of poison rationality I chime in Haven't you people ever heard of Closing the goddamn door No, it's much better to face these kinds of things With a sense of poise And rationality the doctor was looking at us like, oh god he's so concerned yeah he's like what I are like we, we always sing on the pod yeah look he's just not used to it if you would like to sign us to a uh, record we yeah. are yeah our album drops soon I think EP yeah yeah oh yeah it's in the works and uh we're we're looking to get signed yeah uh, uh, record label that's what they're called we could totally be rock stars Fueled Ramen please hit us up or fueled by is it fueled by Robin? I fueled don't know. by Robin. <laughs> Whoever signed Paramore. <laughs> I don't know. They signed. I think they did Fall Out Boy, Paramore, Panic, and Twenty One Pilots. Okay, well, can you sign us? Yeah. It's like lately I've been watching a lot of the really bad American Idol and X Factor editions. Oh editions. yeah. I don't know why, because they're cringy and they're so bad, but I love watching them. I don't know, and there was this like one where these two girls went up and started singing, and I guess one of the girls embarrassed the other one, so she like ran off the stage, oh but then God. like turned around and punched her friend in the face, and then just walked off. And I was like, "How did this happen?" I feel like I missed like a yeah. chunk of the story, and I rewatched it over and over, but I still couldn't get it. Some of those are like set up, hey? Yeah, some like, of them are put there to be bad and entertaining. Which like I guess you need that. Yeah, totally. Um, I just feel like if somebody's performance was bad enough, they would ask them not to put it on air. Because I think you have the right to do that. Do you? Probably. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I had no idea. I'm, like, stuck between this could be fake, but also something I've learned um, in my years of working in fast food. In my years, it was, like, six months. In the six months I had working in fast food was that people are fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. And you think people are are generally nice and smart and, like, have common sense, but they don't. And, like, Mm -hmm. myself included, I'm sure I've had my moments. So, like, now when I see something like that and then someone's like, I just don't think a person would actually ever act that way. I'm like, I... I don't know. Mm -hmm. You see some shit. Oh, I know. Oh, man, customers? Ugh, they're awful. (laughs) If you're my customer, yeah, you're probably awful. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm pretty sure your customers aren't going to be listening to you. (laughs) I hope not. Especially if they're awful. Oh, yeah. 
I don't think awful people listen to our podcast. I hope not. No, I love all of you. But I do love my dog more. <laughs> Ray Loki. Hi, little Loki. Loki around. should come on the pod sometime. Loki, say something. No, don't just stare at me. Just speak into the microphone. Speak. You always have so much to say. <laughs> no. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot to say tonight. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. Maybe someday. Yeah. All right. Well. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll be back next week with some more creepy tales. Yep. If you have any suggestions, please leave a comment on our, or a, a personal, me- I don't know, a direct message on our Instagram at the Woods Podcast. Or you could tweet at us at Woods Podcast. We have an email, thewoodspodcast at gmail.com, oh, so yeah. you can always oh. send a suggestion there. <laughs> And we have a blog. <laughs> the Woods Podcast at home dot blog. Which is the weirdest web address ever, but anyway. <laughs> Huge shout out to it. Jason Shaw for our wonderful song, Running Waters. And we'll see you next time. Bye bye.